Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio live on toginet.com. Co-hosted by Robin Boyd and Sandra Beck, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the many resources that are available in both the public and private sector. And we'll be sharing helpful information from women all over the world. We'll cover everything military from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder to navigating government programs dealing with family issues to the struggles of deployment along with being a working mother both in and out of the home. This is Military Mom Talk Radio and here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, everybody. Welcome. This is Robin Boyd, and we're connecting with Sandra Beck here on Military Mom Talk Radio. I hope you've all had a great Thanksgiving break, and boy, today was hard to get back into the swing of things. (laughs) Sandra, are you here with us? I am. I am. We're having some technical difficulties over here. There you are. I have (laughs) so many ants in my office, and I sprayed everything, and now nothing's working. <laughs> the fumes are getting to you, hun. <laughs> they are. They are. Well, I was oh. just saying, gosh, oh, yeah. you know, that four day weekend, wow, was it was today a challenge for you as much as it was for me? <laughs> oh, it still is. It still is. Yeah. I you know, I just think um, you know, I haven't slept. I've been cooking and cleaning and shopping. I got up at two o'clock in the morning to do an online auction to get my son a forty-nine dollar Kindle HD because I can't afford a two hundred and twenty dollar one. But I did get one for forty-nine dollars, so I'm all off schedule. Oh gosh, that's oh how sweet. Well, you know what? You're as young as you feel, and I think our very first guest is going to help us even personify that even more. Tell us about Jackie Silver. Jackie Silver is so great. (laughs) Jackie Silver is so great. And she's going to talk to us about sleep and aging backwards, two of my favorite things. Yay. (laughs) Welcome, Jackie. Well, thank you so much for having me. I know what you mean about that weekend. And this is probably the perfect topic because I bet a lot of people didn't get enough sleep. Probably not. I don't know. There was so much going on over here about whether or not to open the stores or not, whether or not to on Thanksgiving Day. (laughs) Was it just as much of a controversy over in your neck of the woods? Well, um, you know what? This is New York City where I am right now. So there's always controversy. That's just the state well, that's of New York. Well, funny thing because, you know, it's like you're in New Hampshire, Rob, Jackie, you're in New York, I'm in Los Angeles, and everybody's fussing over all these, you know, whether the store should be open on Thanksgiving or not. But yet I was online shopping, you know, after turkey dinner because, you know, the kids were napping and my dad was watching football and I hopped on the Internet and did a ton of shopping. So, yeah, I think there's something to it. Hmm. Well, I think, you know, it's it's one of those things. I think some people were grateful for the work. If it's been a lean year for them, it was grateful for the work. If people wanted to be spending it with their family, then they should be spending it with their family. That's part of being in a free country. We can kind of play the game like we want, I suppose, isn't it? 
Well, Jackie, t um, tell us about uh, what it is that you help everybody do. Um, I know sometimes you get up in the morning and you feel, some Some of us can feel like we're 100. I don't know if you gals do, but there are some mornings that I feel like 100. But how do we overcome what our bodies are telling us and what our minds should be telling us? Well, you know, that's the key that you hit on is the mind, because really, your mind is in charge of your body, but a lot of people sort of do it backwards. I do everything else backwards, but I got the mind-body part right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how can we keep our minds going, going young? <laughs> well, one of the things well, I wanted yeah, to talk fresh. about with that today is, is sleeping, because there's a new study about the brain that says sleeping isn't just for resting and dreaming, but it's actually been found to detox the brains the, of those proteins that cause Alzheimer's and dementia. You know, they always talk about, they find those protein plaques in the brain when, you know, of Alzheimer and dementia patients. And when you sleep, your brain undergoes a mopping up process that removes waste products that are linked to Alzheimer's and dementia. So if that's not good enough for you, there's also another thing that happens in the middle of the night, catabolysis, and it's a purification process for skin cells, and scientists have discovered that that process peaks at nighttime when you're sleeping, too. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. Who would know that sleep is that important? Well, right. You know, and so the thing is, we can talk about sleep all day long, but the, the trick is, how do we get good sleep? So I have some tips for that. And the number one tip is that you need to keep your room dark. And in this day and age of digital everything, we are constantly on our phones, we're on our tablets, we're on our computers, and we're on them up until the middle, minute we go to sleep and even during sleep, you know? So people get up, they hear their texts go off at 3 o'clock in the morning, they just have to wake up and check it. Am I right? That's that's right. I'll tell you if I hear the little beep, it might be two o'clock because I'll my my cell phone has a little alarm on it, and I prefer that to an alarm clock. And honestly, yeah, if I hear that little thing vibrate, yep, I'm awake. So that's, yeah, that's a syndrome that they call FOMO, fear of missing out. <laughs> I guess I'm guilty. <laughs> So, so the thing about um, keeping your room dark is that um, there was a study reported in, BB, in BBC.com a couple of years ago that said you shouldn't use your technology past 9 p.m. Hmm. So I know none of us are doing that, including me. And did you know that even like a digital clock yeah. is too much light for your bedroom for, for wow. getting good sleep? Isn't that interesting? Yeah, so... Yeah. And and it's funny because I really like the drone of something in the background, whether it be the television or the music. You know, we've got a music station up here on our cable that it, you just put it onto certain music and just having – because I find that whether it be an ear ringing or whatever, I like to have at least that background sound, but um, not the light from the television, I guess, huh? Right, absolutely. Sound is one of the great um, ways to get good sleep is to get some white noise. But to do that, you don't need the light. You don't need the sound from a TV or from something that's emitting light. All you need to do is either turn on a fan or just the fan setting on an air conditioner. Or right. even you can, 
you can download free apps. I have a free app that plays beach waves and wind and rain and lots of soothing sounds. And I just run the app all night with my phone plugged in. It doesn't, you know, it's not near my head. I can still hear it and it's not emitting any light. So once we get our good night's sleep and once we're all waking up perky and ready to conquer the world, how can we maintain our positive attitudes when the world just dumps a whole bunch of crap on us every day? You know, that is a hard thing to do. And some people say, just avoid reading the news. But, you know, you can't live under a rock. So then you're back to the old saying of you have to just choose to be happy. And I know it's not easy. And believe me, I'm no saint and I'm not preaching to people. But every once in a while when I feel like things are not going my way or I Mm. feel down, I just change my mind. That's what I was saying earlier is, you know, I do a lot of things backwards. I'm aging backwards and I've got a lot of things backwards. But when it comes to whether my mind rules my body or my body rules my mind, I got my mind on top. My mind is in charge. And that takes a lot of control, I would think. Um, I I mean, I kind of think that I'm a strong-minded person. You can ask my husband whether that's true or not. But um, I I find that sometimes it's hard to be that strong mentally. Um, How do you get that inspiration? You know, that's what it is. It's it's sort of a, a, a muscle. It's like a It's like if you take 21 days in a row to create a habit of telling yourself every day, I'm going to choose to be happy today. You you can make your mind do a lot of things. This is sort of, you know, it seems off the topic, but it's kind of exactly the same. I didn't Mm -hmm. used to like salmon. I couldn't stand the taste or the smell of salmon, Uh but it's so good for you. So I just decided to change my mind. I told myself, even without eating it or anything, you really like salmon. Salmon's delicious. Salmon's good for you. And then lo and behold, about three weeks later, I got invited to a dinner party and they asked me, is there anything you don't eat? And I knew they were going to serve salmon (laughs) if I didn't say that I don't eat. So I didn't say I don't eat salmon. And lo and behold, yes, they had salmon on the dinner menu. I ate it. I loved it. And I've been enjoying it ever since. Oh, sometimes it's just having somebody else make it for you, though. (laughs) You know, somehow you can, as long as somebody else is cooking. (laughs) No, I I can make it for myself and like it, too, now. Oh, good. That's good. Do do you uh, visit seminars? Are you a keynote speaker in different places? We're going to be wrapping up the segment shortly. And I just want to know where people can find you or hear you or just get some more of that wonderful attitude. Well, thank you. I have a website called Mm agingbackwards.com. And that's got links to all kinds of great things that I'm involved with and the books I've written and wonderful, wonderful um, posts from you know, other guests and lots of people in the business. It's, it's fun. Oh, good. Now, what about a blog? Are you a blogger? Well, that, that's part of agingbackwards.com. When people go on there, they can find lots and lots of beauty and anti-aging and fitness articles and fashion style and all kinds of topics. Oh, great. And, you know, that's true. It, I think sometimes uh, getting something that's a little perkier, I'm trying to wear some more of those festive scarves that the kids are wearing now, or sometimes it's just a little a little something younger or wearing your hair like the kids do, I guess. 
else, you know, it's all part of the package. You know, exactly. And I love that you said the scarf because wearing simple monochrome or, you know, solid clothes and add a nice accessory that the young kids are wearing can make you look much younger, but still age appropriate. Oh, gosh. Jackie Silver, you are in indeed an inspiration and I just feel ready to conquer the world just by talking with you I'm so glad you're with us and we're going to have you on again at the beginning of the year we'll talk a little bit more we'll get a good pep talk from you (laughs) well thank you so much for having me stay tuned everyone we've got Dr. Jody Bramer on the other side of the break Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Are you looking for something more in your life or business? More success, more stability, more happiness? It's all out there waiting for you, but it doesn't just happen. You've got to go get it. Make it happen with Michelle McCullough, where motivation and strategy intersect. Michelle is a serial entrepreneur, acclaimed speaker, and the WooHoo Radio Network's resident business and success strategist. Michelle has the smarts, strategies, and experience to help you improve your life and take your business to the next level. You've got big dreams. You've got big vision. Now it's time for you to make it happen. We'll put a boot in your ass. It's in Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd. And gosh, we had some technical issues, and I think it was all the ants. I'm going to blame the ants. But, you know, I should have taken a nap while we were doing that. (laughs) After hearing about all those great things about the benefits of sleep, I mean, who knew? I mean, I knew that kids grow in their sleep. That's, um, you know, that's about it for, uh, you know, for for me and sleep. Do we still have uh, Jackie with us, or is she gone? 
I I think I'm not sure, but I know that they're getting Jody, our next guest on uh, Jody Bramer. And, you know, one of the things that I'm looking forward to talking to Jody about today is um, the difficulties with the upcoming holidays with separation of one's loved one. Um, both you and I had our first Thanksgiving without our moms and that was a challenge and um, when people are deployed it's very difficult for them for families to um, continue with our regular tradition and and be able to still um, have the meaning of the holiday with us I know uh, a lot of people are celebrating Hanukkah as well so um, yeah that the holidays can be challenging when our loved one is away for one reason or another it is, Rob, you know, and it's, you know, it's like, it seems like you go through life on cruise control for like a couple years at a time and, you know, and it's like, oh, it's the same old Thanksgiving or the same old Hanukkah or the same old Christmas, you know, and you, you, you know, you do the same old things and, you know, you just get bored and then life throws you a curveball and there's a deployment, mm-hmm. there's a separation, there's a job loss, there's a death, there's a divorce. And then all of a sudden it's like never the same again. And, and it's so funny, Rob, because I used to be so bored with our Thanksgivings, you know, we did the same thing for 20 years and mm-hmm. I give anything to have those boring um, holidays back, but they can't because they're changed mm-hmm. forever and ever. So I guess we're just never satisfied. Mm, yeah. At least I'm not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we've got Jody on the line. Let's hear what she has to say about it all. Uh, hi, Jody Bramer. Welcome. Well, hello, ladies. Happy belated Thanksgiving to you both. You too. So what do we do, so- Jody? We're never satisfied. <laughs> Uh, the female side of us or the human side of us? Oh, take your pick. We got time. <laughs> well, it, um, can you rephrase the question, please? Um, well, I guess, you know, it's so hard, you know, Jody. we spend so much time complaining about holidays are so much work and, you know, you got to get together and drive and there's all these things. But then when you throw in, you know, like, for example, a deployment, you know, an unexpected deployment or a first deployment and, um, you know, or your kids, what I hear from my friends are my kids are just coming of age when they realize daddy's not here for Christmas. Um, you know, it's one thing when they're toddlers. It's another thing when they're six or seven. And, it's hard. It throws a whole new dimension into the holidays. It does. And when you look back on your holidays, you will probably think on the, the occasions that were memorable for various reasons, good or bad. Something bad may have happened on them. Something good may have happened. When the kids grow up, they'll remember, oh, Daddy wasn't there for Christmas or Thanksgiving, or Daddy was there. Maybe Daddy came back. Or um, it, It's wonderful that military families are as resilient as as we are, as they are. They have to be because it's not only just having deployments and having a parent figure gone, it's the moves, it's the changes. I mean, nobody really loves and embraces change as as we, we wish that we did. Change is tough for everybody. And holidays are special in that they can be both Times of change, if something is unusual, if you're moving, if, if one of the parent figures is gone. But it can also be a wonderful time, and this is, this is real important, to adopt traditions that regardless of where you are, that the tradition remains constant. And a child can take great joy and, 
and comfort in knowing that even if the situation is different or even if the people around you are different, that, that certain traditions hold from one holiday to another. And um, if your tradition is to go around the table at Thanksgiving and to, to say what you're thankful for, then, then continue that. Do, do that in whatever way you can. If your tradition is to set up a tree or set up uh, decorations or do whatever it is you do before the holidays and something is thrown off kilter, say you're in the process of moving or say the person who usually sets up the decorations isn't there that year, then come up with an alternative that honors the, the integrity of the tradition so that when children grow up, when we grow up, we can look back and say, well, things weren't always constant, but I do always remember that I did this, or mom did this, or, or that we had this in our house, <laughs> or even an ongoing fight. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I'm just noticing that somebody made a comment that um, the traditional holiday argument is a, is a tradition. <laughs> Really what do you good. mean you put mayonnaise on the turkey? What do you mean you put mustard? <laughs> it's the red wine. White wine. No, it's 30 minutes. No, it's 45 minutes. Some of these things. Or, things or whether or not to put the nutmeg in or not put the nutmeg oh. in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Aunt, Aunt Martha never put the nutmeg in. <laughs> Absolutely. Let me, let me toss it back at you. Do you guys have any traditions that you remember in childhood that you you kept with you and continued on into your adult life with your kids? Oh, I do. I'm going to, Rob, I'm going to answer this one oh, right off oh, the bat. Right. It's like we have traditional meals in my house. And I think because both of my parents, my dad's from German descent and his parents were born in Germany and my mom was Ukrainian and her parents were born in the Ukraine. So we come with these like traditional dishes and I don't care if the kids like them or not, they're going to eat them. They'll learn to like them, you know, but when you talk about like that holiday fight, I remember my grandma, my German grandma always fighting with my Ukrainian mother over certain dishes and it was it was hilarious I mean I don't want to have that tradition I don't have anybody to fight with but the dog but you know we do when she ate my stick of butter this Thanksgiving she got on the counter and ate the whole nice a softened butter oh, for the rolls we had our little fight so I guess yeah the tradition oh, of fighting carries on fun. <laughs> Go ahead, Rob. Our family always puts an orange in the stocking, and that was from Steve's childhood and I think some of the uh, the ornaments it, it my daughter is really funny about the tree, about her tree. And as they have both, both of our children have grown and now have their own households, it was so important for us to divide the family ornaments so that some of them would carry the family into their new family tree. And I think the, it's, it's really a scrapbook of your family um, having a tree and it, to the West, that was very important. The, our tree was, was always uh, a reflection of our family. That's wonderful. That's yeah, wonderful. yeah. And it was. It was we we actually took the box of ornaments out and Emily took some that that were specifically hers, but then this one had been Graham's from her tree and I had to make sure that my son had a couple that had been from my mother's growing up and yeah, th those were sort of like in girl scouting we have something called ashes and when you have an old campfire that has some people you wait until it's cool, you split the ashes and then you take those ashes with you 
and there's a lineage for some campfires that we have back into the early 1900s from the these lineages of these ashes and it's very sentimental it's very emotional well, you know what, what we do, you know, from, uh, you know, being a, from a family that moved a lot, and I know military families move a lot, I have Christmas ornaments from my travels. Like, you know, when we were in Australia, when I lived in Europe, you know, wherever, you know, either there was a deployment or there was a, you know, a family move or a PCS move. And it's really fun. Like now when I put my, I call it my travel tree, I put my travel Aww. tree together <laughs> and it has, you know, ornaments from all over the world. And it's so great to buy an ornament from other parts of the world because because, you know, you bring T-shirts and, oh, look, I went to Barcelona and I got this T-shirt or, you know, but you're, if you make a Christmas ornament and some of mine, like from Israel, mine are actually just things I bought in a bazaar or a fair and turned into a Christmas ornament. Mm-hmm. You can keep those travels with you when you're back home or wherever you are. And it's a really great way to honor all the places you've lived, especially, you know, with military PCS moves being so popular. And that's Absolutely. something that's small. Oh. Sandra, taking that a step further, if one of the parents is away, then they could make a point of bringing an item. I mean, you you experienced it because you lived in those different places, but for the parent that's away to be able to pick up an item and have the, the child look forward to the tradition of having a new item put on the tree or in decoration, that every year it can be... It doesn't have to be, oh, I miss my, my parents so much, life is terrible, but, oh, I wonder what, what exciting story is going to be associated with a, a certain um, new item that's going to come in the household. Exactly what you're saying since you live there, but a lot of times, especially with deployments, the families are still behind, and the, the, the military member is the one that goes. What about that? Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah, because when you put the ornaments up with your kids, which is a tradition we do, it's amazing that all the stories that come back. Oh, yeah. Every year. I remember where I got this one. Or do you remember last year when we did this? I got this in childhood. I think it's kind of neat to do something different every year, though, uh, whether it be just a different dish or a different different um, a new ornament every year. Having something a little different every year almost prepares the littlest ones for maybe having a year that's going to change down the road because having a little change sometimes throws little ones off terribly. Oh. So if there's... A prepared change, <laughs> you know that there's going to be a little something different every year. Um, maybe then, when something a little more serious comes into our uh, into our lives, then that flexibility is all the more ingrained into those little ones. We're talking with Dr. Joni Bramer today. She's a family therapist who's with us so much, and we enjoy every minute of her time. Um, we want to talk a little bit more on the other side of our upcoming break about some of the things we can do either to reach out to those loved ones who are separated from us or um, help bring those memories back a little bit more. Um, If you have missed any of our shows so far, you'll always want to check us out on iTunes. You'll want to check out our website, Military Mom Talk Radio, and as always, on our show page at toganet.com. We'll be back in a moment. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? 
keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Get ready for Smart Health with your host, Dr. Glenn Mia. Friday afternoons at 2 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Smart Health is a one-hour program dedicated to discussions, interviews, and news in the ever-changing world of medicine. Information leads to smart choices, and smart choices lead to a healthier lifestyle. That's the quote of host and broadcast journalist Dr. Glenn Mia, M.D. This magazine-style radio show is a fast-paced program bringing together medical experts, authors, and patients to examine what works and what doesn't in staying healthy. Dr. Glenn Mia is a board-certified physician in pediatrics and internal medicine. His philosophy to wellness starts with an investment. He says proper nutrition, rest, and exercise are the best personal investments to maintaining good health. So join us for Smart Health with Dr. Glenn Mia. Fridays at 2 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Join host Kalen Amadio for Act Local, marketing for small business. Kalen helps concerned, confused, and even clueless small business entrepreneurs market simply, safely, and successfully. Join Kalen for some Monday morning marketing madness that will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the Internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. Whether you need help with online media, social media, video, or mobile marketing for your local business, this marketing black belt will guide you into the 21st century with easy tips, tricks, and techniques that get your local business seen and heard. Each week, Kalen will feature a new tip that you can use today, as well as a range of guest experts who are passionate about helping local business owners thrive. Act Local Marketing for Small Business airs every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Rockstar Radio Network. There ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd. And, Robin, i got to tell you, whenever they play that lead-in segment or the bump-in mm-hmm. segment, it goes, da na 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 It yeah. sounds like cradle music, and I feel myself dozing <laughs> off, and maybe I'm sleep-deprived. I don't know. Jackie uh, Silver of AgingBackwards.com can probably attest to that. Um, but we are here with Dr. Jody Bramer, and she is talking about deployment and separation and the importance of traditions in the holiday season season because I think it's really hard uh, Jody what I see you know with um, with deployments and with separation and things like that is it's like everybody deals with it differently like my kids each one is a different age so they kind of deal with it differently and then I deal it with differently or my dad you know I think it it really is 
worth talking about the kind of the differences in the family dynamic when you pull one member out because I think a parent experiences it differently than a sibling or a child or a spouse. I mean, it's it's really amazing. I think we could talk for hours on that. <laughs> I'm sure we could. Every <laughs> dynamic has its own um, interplay, and the things that are missed are are very contingent on who it is that's doing the missing. Um, we can talk about all the different family members, the parent, the spouse, the child, and then we have to think of the deployment, the deployed person as well, and the deployed person's uh, relationship to all of those people as well, and what is it that they are missing out on, or what is it that that their absence um, creates, either in the family dynamic of what continues to go on without them, or in their own um, life that they're living, whether it be on a ship or in theater or on in a, in a different country, and what that's like for them as well. Um, we've got so many of our military men and women spread all out over the entire world right now and dealing with catastrophes like, like what happened in the Philippines and the cleanup process and, and being the backbone of so many, just being, just being out there, I don't even know what word I'm looking for. Um, and it may be that it's a calendar day uh, that changes and they may not even be aware because of what they're doing about what, what day it might be. But us back home, we're struggling with all the um, differences that that person's absence may create in our holiday structure. And again, what you said before about um, having to, or the idea of adding newness into the routine um, as part of the tradition, I think that's a phenomenal idea because to be really just random about a, a, a phrase, the only constant is change. And when you bring change into a constant such as the holidays and it's always going to be something new added, then especially for little ones, especially uh, if, you, if they know that this year is going to bring something new, then it won't scare them as much. Just what you said. It won't scare yeah. them nearly as much if next year brings something new. And it, it helps, again, with that marvelous resiliency that military families have to embrace because of their circumstances. And I think probably some military people need to just stay focused and the more they hear from home is more heartbreaking. And then some of them need that contact um, just to be able to have that touch of home so that they know, okay, that's what I'm looking forward to. That's what gave me the oomph to get going. It's it's hard to know. And I guess you, you, that communication and being able to know your loved one who's there um, is, is, I guess, the determining factor. Absolutely. Robin, what do you think? That, yeah, that was me. <laughs> oh, that was you. <laughs> I couldn't. We like to fool with you, Jody. I know. <laughs> the longer we work together, we're kind of in, we sound alike, I guess. It's like an old couple. We start to look alike. We start to sound alike. Pretty soon we'll be walking the same dog. <laughs> Jody, I have a, a, a comment that just came in through our Facebook um, that I wanted to throw at you. Uh, one of the ladies that listens to our show said that, 
she thinks that the changes that are put upon the military family by the sheer nature of being uh, of being constant change does she feels as a grandmother now that her children who were raised in the military and her grandchildren that she sees being raised in the military have a lot different coping skills. And she feels that in some ways they're better off in ability to cope with change as adults. So she wanted parents out there to know that if your kids are going through deployments and all these changes, that even though it's a little rough on the growing up, once the kids are grown up, they have a better skill set. Do you want to comment on that? I think that falls right in line with what we're talking about, that the resiliency that has to come, either you, you cope with it, either you learn coping skills, or you're kind of, you, you miss the boat. People have to. They have to learn how it is to deal with a parent who, who's gone, or, or change schools, or, or move uh, from one house to another. They have one room, and instead of growing up with one room as their their childhood room, they might have 10 rooms that are their childhood rooms, and they learn that what happens around them isn't nearly as important as what happens within them. So a child that has had to move or a child who's had a parent uh, that's been absent grows up realizing that, A, they can be more independent, uh, B, that they have... uh, they have to learn to reach out to other people and, and get help or make new friends or or seek alternative forms that maybe somebody who hasn't had any experiences has had to do, which which absolutely contributes to somebody being able to be more well-suited for change and disruption and taking things more in stride and rolling with the flow and all those other nice nice little terms. Military families, they have to. They have to learn those coping techniques or they're left behind. If a husband is sent on deployment and the wife has to learn to manage bills for the first time, she's going to be much more capable than somebody else who never had to learn how to do it. Um, I don't mean to sound sexist there. There's plenty of of moms and wives there as well. Um, It's an excellent point, and I do think that being raised in a military family provides spouses and children with opportunities, <laughs> opportunity and crisis being the same Chinese <laughs> symbol, um, that, that other people may not have and therefore may contribute to coping skills that um, other people may not ever have to develop. And that transcends into so many other things in life, in your job, in your uh, just everything. If you're not a flexible person at a job, you're not going to cope well with the changing dynamic of of that particular workplace. There's so many things in life, whether you could just count endlessly on what they are. Um, Jody, what do you find um, is the one thing that is the most meaningful during the holidays for people, generally speaking? Obviously, we we mentioned earlier that everybody's a little different. What's the one thing that you think is important to to maintain that connection during the holiday? Alcohol. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) That's a joke. That's a joke. (laughs) I'm just joking. 
just joking. Just making oh, my I love you. Um, <laughs> wait, Dr. Jody Brown, we're specialist in rehab and addictions. What? <laughs> I'm just teasing. I specialize in substance abuse. Yes, indeed. <laughs> um, it, uh, it, it may sound corny, but I think love. I think family and love. And family doesn't necessarily mean blood. Family are those that we hold near and dear to our hearts. And that can be the neighbor that you've become best friends with in the course of moving into a new on-base housing. It can be somebody that you've known since childhood that is always there. And I saw a wonderful Facebook post that said, um, uh, loved ones aren't the ones that stay by you during good times. They're the ones that stay by you when you're least lovable or something like that. The, the holidays bring up a lot of feelings. They bring up good and bad and stress and relationship questions and all sorts of things. The holidays are a hugely emotional time. So I think if you, I were to be pinned down to one thing that's the most important, it would be to surround yourself with positive people, your, the, the people that you consider in your heart to be your family, the ones who you love, the ones who love you even when you're least lovable, and know that you can reach out and be a part of something bigger than yourself. And if you're struggling with that, I suggest um, volunteering because volunteering can automatically put you in a position of not only knowing about those less fortunate, but can also take you out of yourself and allow you to feel like you're, again, part of a, a, greater, a greater fabric of the world. How important that is, Jody. Uh, and yes, I think there, whether it be ringing the bell for Salvation Army or volunteering at a, a soup kitchen or any one of those uh, things, absolutely. We do um, a holiday wrap at our local uh, PTA. We wrap presents for the little ones who go around and do their shopping. You're right, Jody. That's just so important. We have and one minute before the. Yes, yes. Uh, we've just got a minute. I want everybody to know Jody's website, um, jodybramer.com, and that's J O D Y B R E M E R.com. And Jody, are you willing to come back in 2014? I would love to. In fact, <laughs> I think I'm supposed to be on next week. You are. We have one more week of Jody Bramer because there's so much to talk about with her. We do. I'm sorry that I, I overlooked next week. I'm so busy with 2014. But yes, Jody, I'd be more than willing to. Thank you for having me. You're wonderful, Jody. Thanks so much. We'll see you next week. And before we go to break, I want to let everybody know that their local Toys for Tots is uh, definitely in full swing. If you are looking for information, give us a holler. We've got a good source right here. Be back in a moment. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Hey, kids. Do you think you're creative? Do you want to be? Don't have enough time for your arts, crafts, and hobbies? Or do you just need a kick in the pants? 
Hi, I'm Mark Lipinski, the host of Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski, right here on TogiNet Radio. Come on and join me every Wednesday afternoon for some creative inspiration and two of the fastest, fun-filled hours of your week. Hey, need ideas? How about a little motivation and a lot of inspiration? Join the fun on Creative Mojo with me, Mark Lipinski. I'm here live every Wednesday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern, 1 Pacific, right here on toginet.com. Now what are you waiting for? Are you happy with your life? Satisfied with the direction you're taking? More importantly, are you content with the results you're seeing? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Join host Brian K. Wright as he talks to experts in many areas relating to life success, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Each week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. For more on Brian and the show, check out his website, briankwright.com. Each week is a dose of inspiration. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. Success Profiles Radio is a show that will clearly demonstrate the principle, if I can do it, you can do it. So don't miss this opportunity to take control of your life and your results. Success Profiles Radio with Brian K. Wright, Mondays at 5 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. We'll put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Help Sam, put your name at the top of his list and a statue. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd. And our guest, uh, our featured guest today was uh, Dr. Jody Bramer. You can reach her at jodybramer.com. She's also the author of a great book called Looking for That Last First Date. So if you are single or newly single or divorced, uh, it's a great read. I have a copy of it. And uh, earlier on today, we had uh, Jackie Silver of Aging Backwards, which, you know, well, we all want to age backwards. Absolutely. Um, I think feeling younger every day is what keeps me going um that and the bills i have to pay and the kids i have to raise but other than that (laughs) oh and rob we have marcella stretch coming on and she's always so much fun and uh she is the the leader she's the the brilliant mind behind the facebook group uh pods parents of deployed service members which is really just a really outstanding group um it's a group of really fun people if you're feeling alone if you're feeling down join this group all you have to do is put a post up and you will feel the love from like 43 other like-minded people within two hours and it's just so much fun rob i love marcella and i love her group oh we we do and marcella thanks so much for being on we we missed you welcome back thank you for having me back um i miss you all too and happy holidays everyone happy holidays Hmm. Marcella, we've been talking a lot about deployment and the holidays, and I know that a lot of the parents that are in your Facebook group are feeling the angst of the separation. 
And I know that your group has orchestrated a wonderful um, uh, tool, I guess you could almost call it a tool, um, for getting through the holidays, but not even just the holidays, just that angst of of that separation. Tell us about Battle Parents. Yes. um, Matter of fact, um, right now I'm going through um, a deployment with my youngest son, so I'm like in the middle of it right along with my members. So yeah, I'm are. able to go through it firsthand with them for the second time, though. Mm. And with our battle parents, what we try to do is link parents up together so that they can have a buddy system sort of to talk them through deployment, you know, offline, or they might exchange phone numbers or actually meet in person. However, a lot of times what they do is they link based on their um, service member um, duty station in the state like Fort Jerome, Fort Bragg, you know, Camp Lejeune. You know, no matter where their base is located, that's how they link. And they, you know, develop a relationship and they become battle parents. Now, do you uh, make the connection based on the the information that you get when they become members? Or do you have sort of an open directory and people can talk to each other? Well, what I did was I set up different little chats based on the location of the um, service member's duty station. And, like, I have a, a Fort Drum chat, a Fort Bragg chat, a, you know, Camp Lejeune chat, and, you know, different chats all over the, the different bases, um, Fort Dix and so forth like that. And what it is is the parents are join that particular chat, and then they'll find out who, you know, you know whose um, service member is serving in the same unit or or just at the same base is close enough in most cases because sometimes we can't narrow it down down to the base. I oh, mean, down wow. to the unit. What a wonderful idea! Isn't technology amazing? <laughs> yes, it is. It is our best friend now because oh, you yeah. know when snail mail was out, you know, back in the day when you know the earlier deployments, you know, they, you know, I don't know how they dealt with snail mail. I know, it's true, because we would just send packages or send mail way in advance, and you never knew when they got it or if they got it, and I'm sure some of the uh, military folks over there probably got them mid-January, mid-February. I suppose when you get something, you don't mind getting it ever, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's like, it doesn't matter when it comes. But how wonderful to utilize um, this this wonderful technology that we do have and make it all the better for our parents. Now, um, do you have um, new people coming in all the time, I'm sure? We have new people coming in every week. And mm. uh, with these new with the new members, we try to, you know, give them as much information. We don't want to overwhelm them with the information, but we try to give them, we, very, we make them feel very, very welcome. And then once, you know, we do all of that with them, we actually share information with them so that they'll know that they're not talking to complete strangers. They're talking to someone that's actually in the same situation with them. And that makes them open up and... Yeah, I have to say the the comments that that I read because I'm a part of your group, um, it's just so warming to know that if someone just posts an angst that they're having, I I didn't get a a call or I didn't get a Skype or I didn't get the green dot this week and I'm really missing him, there's somebody right there um, saying, 
a little affirmation, a little pick me up, a little hug, a little virtual hug. And boy, those those friendships are the most important friendship that one can have in that instance. Yes, it is. And I believe most parents who do get to link up with another parent, you know, they become they plan to become lifelong friends, which is Mm. awesome. That's beautiful. And in fact, you told me someone was coming home, they couldn't fly out to meet their their uh, military person, whether it was a soldier, sailor, or whatever they were. And one of their battle parent um, friends were able to meet their loved one instead, which is amazing. Yes, it was. And, and, And they took pictures and they actually sent them to that particular parent and said, here's a picture of your son, me giving him a hug, please. Oh, you know, that it really brought tears to my eyes. I'm yeah. getting teary-eyed, Marcella. That's really emotional. Me too, me too. <laughs> <laughs> now, what about your your son? Um, are, is he going to have any um, any leave for the holiday, or are you going to also be uh, having a distance holiday? We're going to have a distance holiday. Um, he's currently in Afghanistan, so... Mm-hmm. Nowadays, they don't get no R and R to come home anymore. Yeah, and so yeah. we just have to wait. We, you know, I know one. I got an idea from one of the parents. They said they celebrated all the missed holidays when the, uh, when their service member came home. Yeah, isn't that true? So Having Thanksgiving that was nice. in March. Sure, there's no reason why you can't have Thanksgiving in March. <laughs> Or April or whenever. Sure, sure. How now is your son coming? Do you know um, his tour when it'll come to an end, or is he sort of there? At an mm, he's been tight lipped, so I'm gonna say the spring, sometime in the spring. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you know you can't quite know exactly, but it, it's nice to know if it's supposed to be three months or three years. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of nice if you can. <laughs> that uh at least understanding it is have you yeah. uh have you found that um with those people who have um had their loved ones come home are they staying in your group so that they can then be mentors for the people who are new to your group yes they are remaining in the group and um most i mean i have some parents that's been in the group group since it started in 2009 so I have a good amount of them that have stayed on, mm. you know, to help the new ones. And then most of them stay on because later on, it might be a year or two years later, their son or daughter gets redeployed again. Wow. So there's like, I never left. I'm back in the same boat again. Yeah. <laughs> now, you also do a little birthday uh, thing every month, too. I'd love to make sure that everybody remembers their your birthdays as well. Yes, we call it the birthday brigade, and what we do is I maintain a list of all the deployed troops who have a birthday in the current month and the in the upcoming months. And mm-hmm. what I do is I email that list out to all my parents and volunteers because we have outside volunteers as well that want to send out the cards to the deployed troops for their birthday. And it is just so nice when they receive them because I have some friends that are school teachers, and they're like, oh, can I get a copy of the list? You know, so they let their little elementary kids, you know, send out birthday cards. Wow, wow. That is just and so, I think, just so neat. 
that must be almost overwhelming for the recipient to have all of these wonderful cards and and uh, greetings from people who they've probably never met. That's correct. And, and I like to hear the stories once they receive all the cards. You know, I ask the person, "Oh, give us an update. What did just you know? Give us some feedback. What was their reaction? Or what did they say? Or how did they respond?" And most of them was like, "Mom, who was all these people?" <laughs> 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 and yeah. I might say that this, uh, your network or some of the other networks um, that are there are the best way to reach some of the, the people who are deployed. I know right now it's going around again this year about um, sending cards through the, uh, the the hospital, the big hospital down in um, Bethesda, which yeah, isn't Bethesda. Any, any medical. It's no longer it's no longer that yeah and and they really uh are not able to do that so a network like yours is perfect marcella we have to uh say goodbye for today uh we're we've come to the end but i want to thank you and wish you a merry christmas and uh, the happiest of holidays and we're thinking of your loved ones as we are thinking of all of the ones who are are having an away christmas this year Okay, and I also would like to say thank you all to you, and I would like to thank all the members of PAUSE, you know, that are being very supportive to each other, you know, which is very, very good. Absolutely. You're all amazing people, and I encourage everybody to go on Facebook and look for Parents of Deployed Service Members. Thanks so much, Marcella. Thank you. I wanted to make sure that everybody uh, double-check Operation Gratitude's website on December 7th. They've got an event coming up. They are celebrating the one millionth package of Operation Gratitude heading out their door. So if you'd like more information, go to Operation Gratitude. and find out not only what you can do in the holiday season, but also find out what you can do all year long to make sure that all of our loved ones are receiving a little touch of home. Be sure to tune in next week. We've got Dr. Jody Bramer coming back to pick up where we left off and hope that you have a wonderful week coming ahead. Take care, everyone. Have a good week.